Would you care to bet a million dollars? Why don't we make it interesting? What, a million dollars isn't interesting? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say a million? I'm sorry. My mind was elsewhere. I thought you would start with a small amount. We would bait each other and you know how it goes. Certainly, a million will be fine. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. So, here we are. Once again. Hello, Greg. In Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah, I'm Greg. I'm Alan. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. That quote was from Mr. Burns and Aristotle Amadopoulos <laughs> in the episode... Homer at the Bat. Homer at the Bat. One of the two episodes we are talking about today. The other one is called Bart Zelaver. <laughs> in that accent. In that accent. Yes. I'm going to stop now. Good. Um, did you give this to me? Yes. That, oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Um, before, do, you want, do you want a drink also? Yes. You probably should because we're, gonna, we're probably going to do a Barley Buds. Can I grab this one back here? Uh, if you want, sure. <laughs> oh. There you go. There you go. It's, well, you're that's, not going to... You know, that's going to be really it's, tasty. It's going to be gross. <laughs> Why don't I get you a proper beer there? <laughs> Slugger. You can edit this out, right, Alan? Nope. No? Can we not? <laughs> no. Uh, hey, that's a proper beer. It's a noble pilsner. There you go. Um... Just, yeah, you'll you'll need an opener for that. Here, allow me. <laughs> Welcome to the Barley Buds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, here we are at the Barley Buds. We have a special guest on the Barley Buds today. That's right, we do. Yeah, uh, Alan Johnson, everybody, our yes. special guest. Hello. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, but here I am. Yeah. And uh, what are we drinking today, Greg? Today... <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much. Uh, not that I'm not grateful for everything you do, Ethan. Uh, we are, we are drinking original Lucky Lager, established I two thirty four. Great Depression beer. Mm. Dust Bowl beer. I believe this is a, a favorite beer of one Stephen Allen. Uh, probably. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> It's uh it's a beer you you really you really like to play beer pong with. That's that's a, yes. It is let's have it's a, fairly cheap. Let, let's have a taste. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, it's really just it's not uh, as, inoffensive. Yeah, that's I was yeah, I was going to say not as offensive as I remembered it. <laughs> um yeah, that's Oh no, there's that aftertaste. Oh. Rats. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a Tinny blood. Oh, <laughs> is yours is yours different than mine? Mine does not taste like blood. I don't know. I well, don't know. it was tampered with. Uh, oh, before yeah. I opened it, right? Like, it was already opened. Right. So, <laughs> who knows? Got that at the hospital. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, what would you recommend as a pairing? <laughs> um, this is a great beer to drink whilst watching the film Super, Super Troopers. That's very specific. Why? Uh, I don't. Uh, you know, it's just the the kind of the feeling that it that it brings about in me. There, there are a bunch of uh, cops who who have a good time, swilling beer, swilling syrup, and uh, messing with kids. Okay. So I've never done that. I've just like I've just taken a 
set of keys and punctured a hole in the bottom of this thing and then... And drank it really fast. And drank it really fast. You know what they call that? I believe the kids call it a shagun. A, sh- a shogun. <laughs> shogun. Yes. As in the assassin. The, yes. Right. Exactly. The Japanese assassin. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's fantastic. Great. I'm, I'm glad that I've been drinking it correctly then. Yeah. Well... Oh... <laughs> It's just not... Let's move away from the barley buds, shall we? Yeah, let's close the door on that. All right. Welcome back to Two Bad Two Neighbors. Two Bad Neighbors. We uh, do have some stuff to do. We yeah. Don't, we don't have... Do we have corrections and omissions today? We do. Okay. Um, corrections and omissions. So we have uh, a kind of a correction in a sense, or more just a clarification, from um, Mike uh, from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just confirming that... Oh, yeah, that that's another really great way to get in touch with us. Oh, yeah, just send us a tweet. Yeah, tweet at us. Tweet, tweet us. Bad Neighbors Pod, right? Bad Neighbors Pod is the uh, Twitter handle. Twitter. Yeah, that'd be it. Um, but he says, uh, no, de- no idea why I remember, but She's All That, uh, teaser trailer, or whatever, did say Stupid Bet. And then, of course, in the actual film, as we already discovered, yeah. Yeah, she says Fucking Bet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's probably why my brain yeah. associates with Stupid Bet, because I've probably seen the trailer more than I've seen the actual movie. Well, uh, you're missing out. I'm just saying. The trailer's great. I've seen, know, like... Well, the... Like the... What's the what's the song? <laughs> I don't know what's the song. What's the song? Where she comes down the stairs in slow motion and she... Kiss me? Yeah, kiss me. Yeah, of course. Well, Maybe that's, the that's just wonderful. Milky Twilight. <laughs> no, you, don't bullshit me. You know the whole song. <laughs> You knew exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, um, and we have one other correction. Correction. Pardon mm, me. Mm-hmm. Correction. Correction. Welcome um, to New Zealand. And this comes from uh, Heather Dick. Okay. And uh, she. Uh, this is <laughs> this isn't Simpsons related, but uh, but it is a good correction because mm-hmm. we got in quite a tangent about Netflix and uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm. <clears throat> so. Um, Alan's, so this is uh, Heather, Heather's email here to us. Alan said that he started watching it and they cut the part where Elrond is yelling at his Isildur to throw the ring into Mount Doom that it just went to Galadriel's voiceover. But Alan, you are wrong. Uh-oh. The part where Elrond, well, mm, excuse me. The part where Elrond is urging Isildur to destroy the ring was never in the beginning of the movie. If you had kept watching, you would have seen that once the hobbits reach Rivendell, just before Elrond's council meeting, Elrond is talking to Gandalf about how he was there the day the strength of men failed. And that's where the flashback is showing Elrond telling Isildur to throw the ring into the fire, and instead he keeps the ring. So they do still have that scene in the movie, it's just later than you thought. Oh dear. Sincerely, Lord of the Rings nerd. Hey, look at that. I actually... I feel like I should have had that one. I feel like you should have too, Greg. Yeah. You really let me down this I time. I did, actually. And I Heather did. down. I really did. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's corrections or omission- and omissions. Yeah. That's it for this time around. But uh, we've been doing pretty good. Yeah, I've been all right. Yeah, it's been all right. Uh, so, before we get into these episodes, we have to do... One more segment, mm-hmm. and that's re- reintroduce our guest. That's right. Um, Dr. Ife Abiola Hello. is joining us today. Oh, yes. Uh, there we go. Take the the, yeah. <laughs> the mouth gag off. Yeah. And and the veil has been lifted. <laughs> now, doctor. <laughs> Sir. Have you been? How have I been? Yeah, this is a segment we like to call, Have You Been? Because I, there, um, 
we have we have a name for Cinepal fans, Cinepalize, but we don't have a name for Too Bad Neighbors, too bad neighbors fans. fans. Uh, hmm. I just realized that. Let me think about it. Yeah. Okay. So fans of Too Bad Neighbors would know that the first time that we had Ife Neighborinos. On, neighborinos. Um, not bad. Not bad. It relates to The Simpsons. Yeah. It relates to our title. Yeah, maybe it could use a second draft, but so far oh, it'll, wow. it'll do. Wow. Right. <laughs> appeals to the Hispanic audience. That's, yes. Our, <laughs> our, our target audience. Yeah. Um, you'll know that uh, Ife was not live with us. He was via on internet. His, on his previous appearance. Yeah, on his previous appearance. He was via Skype or something. As he was and living he was, in Chicago. That's right. The Windy City. Bean Town. The Windy Apple. Because there's a big... There is a big bean. That's why it's called Bean Town. That's I thought they were Boston, just famous about beans. None of, none of this. Yeah. They don't make beans there? No. I'm sure Are you they telling make... me if I went to Chicago, I couldn't get myself a bean? You will get some beans. Yes. I would love... I just want one bean. Deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. <laughs> That's a thing. It's a thing. St. Patrick's D-day Day. pizza. They love that, too. They dye the river green. They do. Stuff dies. Lots of... Yeah. Frasier. Frasier. Yeah. What? Isn't he there? I've no, that's at the Seattle. Bar? Seattle. Isn't and, Cheers in and Chicago? Cheers is in Boston. Oh, whoops. I'm, there it is. There, who's, yeah. in, who's in Chicago? Which Ferris which, Bueller's Day Off? That's right. That's, that's the one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All of yeah. Every <laughs> John Hughes movie. Every yeah, John Hughes right. movie is that's in right. Chicago. Yeah. Takes place Home in actually Home? the suburb of Chicago, mm-hmm. fictional Shermer. Mm-hmm. Except, about, except for his best movie, Made in Manhattan, which is, of course, in Manhattan. No, of course, yeah. But he didn't direct that, he just wrote it. I thought you were oh. saying his, his best movie was Made in Manhattan, as in it was filmed in Manhattan. No, it was... But the, you mean the movie the, Made in Manhattan. The Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Lopez. Trying to be absurd. What Matthew was McConaughey's not in that one. It's Ray Fiennes. That's right. Oh. It's the wedding planner. Wedding planner. <laughs> what happened to him? <laughs> With the two of them. This is an episode of the rom-com, buds. <laughs> uh, so, Ife. Sir. It's been a while. Rom-comrades. There it is. Bad. Come on. Now, that was, that that was, was good. Great. That was great on the fly. I just don't want to do that segment. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to stick with Have You Been. Sure, yeah. We're, is, uh, oh, right. We're, yeah, we're in yeah. that. This is about Ife right now. Um, so, yeah. So we want to know how you've been since the last time you were on Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah. Uh, I've been good. I, uh, I got some extra letters after my name. Um, what letters are those? M and D. What do they stand for? Medical Doctor. In, in that order? And B stands for bargain. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 got, I got that. It's yeah. a f- fancy thing on my wall. I'm back. I'm learning to feel pain again. It's now, fun. I actually was... What does that mean? Oh, learn to feel pain? Yeah. Yeah, like Frank Grimes. <laughs> you know, like, oh like yes tv show yes, like. also in real life because it's yeah oh. stressful i actually but. do have a real question and that's uh can't like are you able to legally call it like ha- have the pre- prefix doctor of course it's since okay. 2013 since oh, you really? threw me that party so oh great so here's the I, thing see I, I don't i know very little about the whole process of like doctor and sure. md and phd no. and just just for medicine the medicine in general just for the record you don't have to call me doctor but you should oh <laughs> i did he did. He did. Oh, so, like I mean, every time I talk to you? Well, just in general. So Greg has a point, which is a will-surmountable lead, so catch up. Yeah. Uh, all right, Doctor. Mm. But it's, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, it's fun. I get... I get I I'm get, taking this to really quickly. I, <laughs> I get coffee, and they say, you know, what should we call you? And I say, ah, Shiva, destroyer of worlds, I'm a doctor now, <laughs> you know. I just... Big Can you legally call yourself Dr. Shiva, destroyer of worlds? Well, no, because that's not my real name. Have you changed it? Not yet. No, if if he change if you if change, I changed if you change it, it, yes, then, yeah. sure I could. It's a whole it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
Can law. I legally call myself Dr. Shiva of Worlds? You Shiva. can call yourself whatever you want. Shiva of Worlds? Whoops. You're, you're, um, you're an adult. You can call yourself whatever you want. It's true. But like on my driver's license, can I put it? No. Yeah. Oh. Greg would, says yes. It would Thanks. be a fake driver's Greg license. Mm. And aren't, the, aren't they all really? What do you think about it? Well. Yeah. Oh my god. It's <laughs> got really political. Just, <laughs> we're all over the place. You, you, just, you just blew my mind. Do I bring this out in you guys? Just uh, so you are you moved back to Canada now? I am moved back to Canada. You moved back. Yeah. So uh, can I just say it's good to have you back? Thank you. It's good to be on this. Like I am a big fan. That's the cool thing. I know you guys, and I'm a huge fan. And you know, like yeah, everywhere I go, people like you guys. I meant in the country, but thank you for your like. I thought you were like. Thank you for saying that you're a fan of I am. the show. I am a fan of you guys. I, want, I um, listen to every episode. I, I appreciate that, but I meant like it's just really great to have you back in the country. I agree. It's, it's, it's also great to have you back on the show. Yeah, it is yeah. really great to have you back on the show, but mm. I mean like now we can have you back more. Yes, please do. You're, you're in the country now. I bring antics and fun stuff. Yeah, you do. And food. Yep. Yeah. That's and, happening too. And a, and a beer. And a beer. Yeah. Bloody tasting beer. Yeah, well, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a free beer. Every Whatever. month they'll bring you a bloody tasting beer. So it's going in that direction. <laughs> oh, can yeah. you, it's going um, in that direction and it's God not damn stop. it. Can, can you bring a... Um, can, can you bring a Bow Valley Lager next time? Sure. I will. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. I had a huge pack of them. When? That time we drank them. <laughs> Remember that? No. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, okay. I must have been... You just asked me if I remembered that. What's happening? Remember that time we drank 20 beers? No. No, no, I was just asking you if you remembered the brand. Oh. Because I... Did we drink a lot of Bow Valley Lagers one time? Well, you I... Okay. It was, I think it was during a Cinepals, which, of course, turned into a Barley Buds. Yeah. But I... Because I had gone to the store to get some beer, because I wanted some beer. Sure. I, this is, you know... How a lot of my stories start. Uh, Naturally. <laughs> I have a problem. You were single um, for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my. Ah, ah, you got me. You got me. Uh, this first episode's topic is about love. Um, <laughs> no, so, uh, and I remember finding this huge, I think it was a 24 pack of Bow, Bow Valley Island Lager. And it was, and you know, I was looking at beers, and I was like, ah, oh, like this is pretty. And I was, I was pretty broke too. It was too. Bow Island, Bow Island, Bow is Island, that, Bow Valley. Is that different? Is much oh. different. It's much worse. So, okay. you, so you want Bow Island? <laughs> I was no, I was talking about Bow Valley because I wanted to keep it in the same vein as Lucky. Gotcha. Um, if you right. want to taste a beer that's worse than Lucky, mm-hmm. that's worse than Boxer. Mm. Try Bow Valley Lager. So Maybe that's we right. should go down. One peg before we get to the bottom of the barrel. Boxer mm-hmm. next time? Boxer next time. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So Bow Island will be okay. Bow Island, if I ever get it. If I remember that correctly, it was fine. It was, it was good. It was very, like, like yeah. I said about this beer, it was very inoffensive. The biggest yeah. reason I bought it is because it was a uh, 24 pack for like $23. So it was like yeah. less than a dollar a beer. Yeah. So I was like, sold. No, yeah, I remember Again. that. I remember being okay with that, yeah. that beer. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, you could really taste the value, I think, was the key thing. You could really taste that goat. <laughs> Needs more dog. Uh, so, uh, do you want to just dive into Bart the Lover? Let's do it. All right. This is the 16th episode of The Simpsons' third season. Hooray! You guys are motoring. Wow. We yeah. are. Yeah, it feels good. Well, we're, we're, we got a pretty good schedule going now. We, we do. We, yeah. We're trying to release an episode every Friday, so if things go well. This should be. You should be listening to this on Friday. Oh. Yeah. Uh, unless you're not a true fan and you're listening to this after Friday, which is fine. As long as you listen to it. No. All right. Listen to it the day it drops. No, it's fine. Um, this is written by uh, John Vitti, 
uh, one of the classic Simpsons writers. Um, this was an interesting, I thought this was a really interesting episode. Just how kind of scattershot the whole thing was. Hmm. Um, cause the main plot of the episode is, uh, Bart gets detention at, for a month, I think it is. And during his detention, he decides to play a little trick on Mrs. Krabappel, who is, uh, in search of love. And he, through circumstance, finds that out and decides to start essentially catfishing her. Oh, yes. Yeah. Before the internet yeah, was a thing. Yeah, before the internet was a thing. <laughs> uh, so he does that, and he eventually feels really bad about it, and so he decides to end it. Um, that's the plot. That's the main plot. That's yeah. the main plot. And there's just fantastic tangents in this episode that I f- forget about every single time I watch it mm-hmm. because they're they're so quick but they're so funny. Mm-hmm. They're so funny. So with the main plot described, let's just dive right in and go for it. Uh, what did we think of this episode, guys? This episode is excellent. And I will give Agreed. you one reason why and go it's slightly it. personal. Oh. Yeah, okay. The Simpsons tugging on people's heartstrings with emotions sickens me. Um, Whoa. I tend to not like it in cartoons. I don't know why. It's just weird for me. Okay. This thing kind of touches on a lot of emotional stuff, and it does it very well, where it's still kind of funny. Even the bad parts are still kind of funny. So hats off to this episode for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, this teacher's she's lonely and she's miserable, but, you know... You can still laugh at it, you know? It doesn't have to rip an emotion out of your chest. Right. Yeah. So, you were... You you are at... Um, you are now about emotion in cartoons the way I was mm-hmm. about emotion in cartoons about ten years ago. Okay. Um... Hey, it's Joel. Hey. <laughs> oh, our sound, our sound engineer just uh, just stopped by. Yeah, you bet, guys. How we sounded? Yeah. How you? How we sound, Joel? Oh, you sound amazing. He's fantastic. It's just beautiful. Thumbs up from Joel. I love you. Some Bergs. Just thanks, thanks, buddy. That's some Bergs. I hope they were good Bergs. Oh man, find me a bad Berg and I'll find you a liar. I think I had one today. Oh. Yeah. Actually, no, there's absolutely bad bricks. Yeah, it was just, on. it was too dry. Mm. Yeah, like they put too much sauce on it to kind of disguise how, like, overcooked it was. I actually had a really great burg at uh, Bank and Baron yesterday. Uh, That's an expensive burg. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was worth it. Totally. Um, also, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> so, then it's totally worth um, it. That's <laughs> just for the record. I didn't dine and dash. Uh, a friend paid it, uh, Craig. Craig McHugh, who's been on the show. Yeah. Uh, we were going to the hockey game, and uh, so he... Oh, yeah, the Devils. Yeah, How was the it? Devils. Did you... The Devils. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, I saw some of the highlights. It looked great. Uh, the Devils were playing bad. Yeah, I which, know. Which, like, is out of character for this season. Yeah, well, um, Schneider had to make 27 shots, 27 saves and only let three in. Yeah, but at, at first it was, you know, two goals allowed on seven shots. Yeah. So at first you're like, what is happening? Yeah. That is not the Corey Schneider we know. Yeah. Thank but, goodness he pulled it out because yeah. I got some points. There you, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so lost. Anyway, uh, yeah, the bird was great. Craig bought it for me because I took him to the game, so. That's nice. Yeah, it was a little, nice little bonding time. I'm glad you got to go. Yeah. I'm glad you got to go. It's uh, it's an interesting season. It's an exciting season. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, what are we as, res- as you were saying... Back I, on track. My, right, my, right, my yeah. feelings about the emotional side of Simpsons is the same is, way you used to feel about is, it. Is the way I used to feel about emotions in cartoons or cartoons making me feel things mm. or ten years ago. What changed? When I was a child. <laughs> Adulthood changed you? <laughs> are you saying I'm in arrested development? Yes, I am. Alright, I'm well. calling you out. No, I'm, no, I'm like not. Mother. Um, I just, um, I just really appreciate that these, uh, what... What I like about The Simpsons' more sentimental episodes, their more emotional episodes, mm. um, is that I it when it's in that episode, it doesn't feel forced. They I feel like it's they set a tone in the episode, and it never to me feels out of place or forced. It just feels natural, like we're seeing this family love each other. I totally agree for the most part. I, I would agree. In the golden years. And when you get into the other stuff, it kind of falls apart. Um, that really goes without saying. Um, so what I'm, I guess what I'm asking, mm-hmm. and I'm tr- in, in like the most serious way pros- possible, like what is it that, that doesn't work for you? About It's not that I, um, it's not that I dislike it in terms of the way it works or the story. I just dislike it. I just dislike it personally. Sometimes it just makes me uncomfortable. Is it when like is it is it when like when when an episode isn't geared that way? Um, not not necessarily. Because are you, are you a are you a Futurama connoisseur? Like, do you know Futurama well? Enough? Absolutely. Like uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Bark. Yeah. yeah, that one. How do you one, feel about that? It's a it it's really difficult to watch. Yeah, it's extremely difficult. But I, I mean, I mean, in terms of this this opinion you have of like you don't really like when no, cartoons there's, there's bring still, out emotions. There are still great episodes. Don't no, get I, me wrong. Yeah, all of them. But I just don't like it personally. I, can I know. Like, that's, oh, what, that's, right, that's, yeah. what, that's what that's what that's what I'm trying to get at here. Okay. Uvay, is is that I understand that you objectively acknowledge that they're great. Absolutely, all of them are great. And uh, this subjective personal level mm-hmm. of like why you dislike them is there any? Can you expound on that at all? Is there just a feeling? Is, is there's no way to explain it? It's so lighthearted and fun. Like I watch The Simpsons and I cry laugh every time. I don't want to. <laughs> don't make me feel feelings. Right. That's okay. why we're. This is why we're drinking. Right. That now. was. That's exactly how. That's exactly what I said when I saw Jurassic Bark mm-hmm. for the very first time. I was like, "This is shit. Don't ever make me yeah. feel these feelings how again. Dare how you. dare you, Futurama? Yeah. We had the exact same reaction. Now looking back, I think it's one of the best episodes of the series. Sure. No, I, I would agree. Like, uh, and I've I've always been on the <clears throat> the opposite end of that spectrum where uh, you know uh, I feel like cartoons um, by by nature of like even the word cartoon sounds kiddish. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, which is why people often use like animated instead of cartoon to try and lessen that that feeling. But um, what I love about animated work is that it can be very serious. It can be very uh, adult. And uh, it's got this stigma against it that, you know, if it's a cartoon, it's for kids. Uh, Pixar has been good at, you know, steering that away from that. Uh, and now DreamWorks is kind of following suit as well. Sure. Um, but for a long time, you know, it, Disney in general um, and any other animated studios that tried to compete with Disney were automatically just labeled as kiddie. Um, Rated G. Yeah. And w- which, you know, I get that a lot of the stuff in the early days with animated stuff was... Um, eventually, like, they realized our target audience is children, so let's gear towards them. Um, but I feel like most people who work in animation don't want to be, do kid stuff. They want to do great work. They just love working in that, in that medium. And so something like Simpsons, for me, 
when it had things like Bart Substitute, when it ha- or <laughs> Bart Substitute, <laughs> that's, Lisa, the, that's the spinoff uh, episode. It didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> the substitute got killed. I think um, it's the PTA disbanded. Yeah, it, the, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Um, but uh, stuff like Lisa Substitute and and stuff like that was something that I noticed in The Simpsons when I was a kid that made me realize, wow, this isn't like pandering or anything. Like of that. This is this is real. This is like real art. That's being created, uh, and I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So that's it's, it's interesting because uh, I, I know other people like that too, not just you guys. And you know, and I know like it's not all one hundred percent. Like you said, you've changed your tune. Oh, I've changed my it. tune one hundred percent. It's been like a complete flip flop for me yeah. um, because, like, I felt that way when I was a kid. When mm-hmm. I was watching cartoons just for the entertainment, right. just to see colors on screen and to <laughs> things to make me laugh right yeah. and so when i watched an episode of futurama that made me cry mm-hmm. like i was not expecting it i was like it's the same way where i was like if i'm when i was a kid when i was like if i'm watching a comedy i expect it to make me laugh mm-hmm. not feel things yeah right i have no room for dramedy i didn't even know what the hell that was <laughs> um now it's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. I love it when uh, the dramatic and the comedic are mixed because it's it's real. When it's when it's done well. When it's done well, yeah. that's it's the hardest genre to do well. It's, it's very hard, yeah, because and, it's so real. And speaking of doing it well, this does it expertly. It runs this line of I can look at Edna Krabappel getting stood up, and Bart laughs, and I laugh at Bart for being a piece of shit, <laughs> and it works. Yeah. It's funny. I but then go, yeah. on the flip side, when he comes back after he sees Ernest needs a kidney. <laughs> And and sees her in tears, oh, um, being yeah. stood up, and he has genuine like uh-huh. oh like guilt, genuine guilt where genuine he goes, I feel it. partially responsible yeah, for this. Exactly, that's like a great line that they're balancing. That's a great line, and they also have a fun visual gag with the waiter cleaning up. Yes, like just just stone faced putting chairs up, yeah. which is fantastic. I love it. Bart's just horrendous. And like it. for me, it's like oh yeah, like I do feel for Krabappel in that in that instant, but I'm also like, I'm also la- like you said, laughing mm-hmm. at Bart's. <laughs> You know who I really felt for in that instant? That waiter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Be, have you ever like been in the customer service industry? And it's just like, it's your shift's over, but there's still somebody in the store. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay. You can't ask them to leave. Yeah. Yeah, you can't because you have to be a good employee mm-hmm. and you have to be a good customer service representative, that sort of thing. And that's what this waiter is. That's what the, that's what putting the chairs up is trying to hint yeah, at. Yeah, he's trying to say it without to saying out it. The he's probably got a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. Like I know Netflix wasn't he's, around back then, so I don't know what he was gonna do. He's got to get home to his his family and feed them and with the leftovers cats. that he has because both cats. That's how he feeds his family. Yeah, leftovers at the restaurant. Luckily, they're just cats. I don't know why you gotta <laughs> hammer that point home. There's been a lot of I'm tension. Sure that, I'm sure that waiter it has a happy to, family. I didn't have so to do anything. So much tension in this room. I didn't have to do anything. I just did it. I know. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the side plots. Because there are... Can we talk about the opening of this episode first? Yeah. Excellent. Because yeah. it's one of my favorite yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe that almost went by. Um, the, like, zinc... <sighs> <laughs> infomercial, not infomercial, what would the you call educational it? Educational video. Educational video, yeah. 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 Um, it's like a really, really shitty Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a weird kind of Twilight Zone It must be plot. at least like 
40 years old because it's in black and white. <laughs> and the guy's like smoking a pipe. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Is that Jimmy? Uh, and the fact that zinc. it's implied that he somehow wished that the zinc he didn't exist. didn't exist. What happened what to him? Yeah, what a strange thing to wish. I, so I didn't realize uh, for the longest time that zinc was a real thing. I thought you... The Simpsons made it up. This aired in 92. How old were you in 92? I would have been seven. Old enough. No. Um, Ife. To know the periodic table of elements? Just that it's a thing that exists. The American penny is made out of 98% zinc. See, and in my kid brain, copper. it's made out of copper. It 100 is. 100% copper. 2%. Yeah, it is no. coated in copper because I, it is a I understand. more expensive metal. Now, back in the early 1900s, it was made oh completely out of copper. It's a coinophile. Question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know why they keep the penny around I'm in the sure United you'll States tell of us. America? Lincoln! Great. Lincoln is on the penny. And they won't get rid of it. Hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Here fun. on the uh, current scene. <laughs> <laughs> we do talk about currency and currency related <laughs> issues. <laughs> All right. Like the United title. States could stand to save <laughs> almost five billion dollars if they switched from cotton money, uh-huh. aka paper money, uh-huh. to plastic money like the Canadians like use. Polymer, polymer plastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Why won't they? Well, be- because of the cotton industry. Then they can't burn it and like. Because cigars. of the southern cotton industry. Still, it's my thing. Oh. Yes, it's a thing. All right. That's... All right. Yeah. This has been current scene. <laughs> New segment. I like this. Oh, I hate it. Um, uh, the zinc thing. That was hilarious. Yeah. No, uh, it's so funny. Excellent way to open it up. It's super... It's, it's funny how right when he can't uh, call his sweetie or drive to her, he immediately goes to suicide. Goes to the guy. Did, <laughs> you, did, did, did you... Did, did you guys ever hear about the, the syndication problem that they had with this episode? No. no. Where they had to... Where they were like almost forced to cut out the the handgun, the handgun to it's, the head. It's pretty dark. It's real dark. Um, well, the censors didn't want them to do it. Yeah, and they had to tell them that he wasn't pointing at his head. That's how they got past the censor. <laughs> but he totally was. He clearly is. Yeah. And then like the straight man walks up. It's like, oh, too late, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he's trying to kill him. So oh, think, think again. Think, think again. Sorry, Jimmy, but that firing pin was made of. Yep. Zinc. <laughs> No! Come back, Zinc! Come back! Ah, it's so weird that Troy McClure wasn't in that. Yeah, yeah, for me. Bit. Like, obviously, he's not because it's like a super, super old video. Um, and he's usually in the 70s ones. Um, or current. Or current. Um, so, yeah, weird. <laughs> but it just felt weird. Like, he, like I thought he was going to be the, the guy coming up with the pipe. Mm-hmm. Just like the meat board of America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't wait till you guys get to that episode. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, <laughs> so, so what's great about that opening is not only is it hilarious in and of itself, but it yeah. also has a great way to to capture Edna's loneliness right at the top. Yeah, so you're already like, oh, this is gonna be about Edna being lonely. Yeah, it's an interesting one because this is uh, this is another episode where it's about a satellite character mm-hmm. in the Simpsons universe, right? And at this point, we still haven't had many of those like there hasn't been a whole lot no. um this is one of like maybe there's there's been less than half a dozen so far this is the first time you actually really get to see 
Edna's like personal life, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. You, you hear, I didn't. She uh, she's mentioned an ex husband before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but nothing more mm-hmm. than that. Right. And she's never been more of like one of the. Everyone hates Edna as much as Bart is garbage. Like you know that Edna's the antagonist, right? This is probably the first time. Well, it's it's because we we see the school through Bart's eyes, sure. so so she appears to be the antagonist, right? Until you see this, then yeah. you start to feel a little bit bad for her, mm-hmm. yeah. But even even in Bart gets an F, you see a bit of her. You do like yeah, uh, yeah. She, the, she, the side of her that is a decent human being and not being. just like trying to fuck over Bart. Like she the the whole and the whole point of this episode was trying to see things from her perspective and like what it would be like to ha- be a teacher with a kid like Bart in your class, right? This is a little strange, because even in the, the prior episode you guys talked about with Allie, the Aerosmith one, mm-hmm. where she's, like, super promiscuous and stuff, you're like, this teacher isn't all that she's... Yeah, that was Flaming Moe's. The Flaming Moe's yeah. episode, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, you realize that uh, Edna has, like, other parts of her personality, yeah. and it's initially it's a joke, but when you see it in conjunction with this episode, it's like, oh, she's the multifaceted character. Mm-hmm. And eventually, later on in the series, Edna's probably one of the more interesting ones, mm-hmm. I find I, I like Edna a lot. Um, I think she is, uh, like you said, very like three dimensional. Um, mm-hmm. Even if she doesn't start out that way, uh, I think that she is. Uh, you know, I, I think that her relationship with Bart is really interesting. Um, not only because she's perpetually tre- teaching him, because <laughs> for <laughs> some reason he they never age. Um, but uh, yeah, I. And I love Marsha Wallace, who voices her, who we should give a you know a little nod to. Is it Marsha or Marcia? I actually I don't know if I've ever heard it pronounced, so yeah. I always assume Marsha. But okay. um, either way, she won an Emmy for this episode. She did win an Emmy for this really? episode, really? All right. and she yeah. uh, passed away a couple years ago now, mm-hmm. two two or three. Yeah, maybe maybe further away. It's it's hard to remember just because when I heard it happen, it was very sad. But then, of course, I remembered that her current work is not up to snuff because, well, she doesn't have the <laughs> the writing behind her anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, no one has the writing behind her anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, her last, like, little story arc before she died was, like, her marrying Ned. Uh, I'm so glad I don't watch the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to if you... If you want to continue to be a Ned guest. Well, no, I, I mean, like, anything past, you know, when it gets into, like, the, the problem areas. Do you think anyone watching this episode in 1992 was like, hey, Edna Krabappel, hey, Ned Flanders, those two should get together? No. No one, no one was Exactly. Say, no one was saying that in 2014. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, 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 no, actually, false, because they did a poll... <sighs> Should Ned and Edna get married? And it was an overwhelming yes. Really, democracy doesn't work. That's the thing. They don't know what's like. They were gonna. They were gonna steer the story towards what the fans uh, voted for. I mean, who knows how many fans actually voted? But (laughs) twelve trolls, all of them. (laughs) Internet trolls. Uh, That's like the. uh, It's like the should Jason Todd die? Well, in Batman, a little bit. Of course he should. He was the worst. Mm -hmm. Made it interesting. Made it actually interesting, interesting, yeah, but that's not the same as, like, a shitty marriage. Know what else made this episode interesting, though? No, That what? I feel with, like, the side characters? Ned and Reverend Lovejoy's relationship. Oh, man. Is that the first time we're getting a glimpse? Oh, yeah. 
And the fact that they introduced it is like Damn there was this slander. There was this gentleman who asked for change for a dollar, <laughs> and I gave him back seventy five cents. And boy, it took me the afternoon to track him down. And the fact that it's it is it reference on love. <laughs> Better not be about that damn, damn quarter. Quarter again. <laughs> Oh, I love Love. Um, Lovejoy is so funny when he's paired with Ned. I don't feel they exploited that enough. I feel like, uh-huh. and this is just uh, thinking of it right now, I don't think it was Reverend Lovejoy that he gave the dollar to. He said it better not be about that damn quarter. Yes. Yeah, but I think Ned called him. Yeah. Oh, Ned that's even worse. And talked to that's him about even, it. That is even worse yeah. than what I thought. Yeah, he definitely did that. And he called him and was like, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Ned. Oh. <laughs> I'm referring to the Bible. Uh, <laughs> what part? Of page page nine hundred. Damn Flanders. Marge, practically everything <laughs> in this thing is a sin. Have you ever you read, read this, this thing? Technically, page... we're not supposed to go to the bathroom. Have you ever read this thousand-page <laughs> sleeping pill? <laughs> oh, remember Lovejoy? He's so good. <laughs> He's so jaded, and I love it. It's Ned's fault. <laughs> Ned did. <laughs> Today's sermon, what Ned did. Uh, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but that ties in with Homer and the, the swear jar. Yeah. Which I feel was. Sometimes I feel the side plots. This will require a tetanus shot. <laughs> I'm not going to swear. Some, no, that's so good. Sometimes the side plots become clunky because it's you, it tends to be so jarring. This one was so smooth. Like mm-hmm. just the dog's cold. What Bart is getting mail, yeah. and it turns out to be this wonderful side plot that just works so so mm-hmm. well. And you guys have touched on this a lot and done a really good job about it. Is uh, Homer and Marge's relationship was very simple things, the way they work them out, and it's also out of love. Like you see, Homer try to take a bit of his personality and change it for Marge, while Marge is somehow trying to make him a better person. This actually, I feel, adds greatly to both of their characters. Mm-hmm. This swear jar side plot. I agree. It's. Hilarious. This is as good as seeing Edna Grubopoulos slowly waste away to a husk. <laughs> Both are hilarious to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also love uh, when Ned confronts Homer about swearing. <laughs> we all pull a few boners, you know, ha- go in half-cocked, make asses of ourselves. <laughs> like, what does he say? I'm, I'm not trying to be hard on you. Yeah. Oh, says. man. It's, in there. it's perfect. Yeah. Great little, great little joke. Great. That's gotta be, that's gotta be just like a fuck you to the censors. Yep. Right? That whole exchange. Yeah, well, the whole idea, the whole subplot comes from the fact that they got a lot of complaints about Homer swearing too much. Mm. Really? Yeah. Okay. So they, so they were like, well, let's do a thing about that and let's have him do a swear jar. And what's great is <laughs> when uh, Dan Castellaneta recorded his lines for the montage of him swearing and it cuts away... To he finished, him, he him. actually he actually recorded those lines, so he'd actually be like, "Oh, you son of a bitch," <laughs> and and things like that. And ironically, uh, the day he was recording those, there was some eight year olds that were like getting a tour of, of the studio, of so they got to hear Homer Simpson swearing. And uh, yeah, so that was a nice. Apparently, their their eyes were as wide as saucers when they they heard their that makes it even their favorite cartoon dad swearing. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's so funny. So then they, you know, the parents can deny them Bible stories later when they curse at the dinner table. That's right. I don't want any don't damn, want any damn, damn vegetables. vegetables. That is no, great. no. Oh man, and no Bible stories for you tonight. And he He's, cries and runs away, and it's like, Ned, that was a little harsh. You know, I had a temper when you married me. <laughs> I love, I love, yeah, it's very good. I love Flanders and all. And these, the like, various things that he goes through to see what his boy could be. 
picking it up from television. He watches Gomer Pyle, U.S. Marine Corps, mm-hmm. uh, and no longer Davian <laughs> Goliath, Gravy and Jabriel, whatever oh. it is. Because he finds the idea of a talking dog blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those Flanders. Bless them. Uh, and, oh. and the stuff he has crossed off as uh, bumper stickers, comic books, Isn't Grandma, one of them? Grandma <laughs> television brother. Yeah. So and we only see television brother. they start bringing in the sheaves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, I also love the visual gag. I remember always loving the visual gag. Uh, oh during- my god, sorry. Uh, this is the first time, but not the last time, we hear the song Bringing in the Sheaves. Because it's the song that Reverend Lovejoy covers his ears to when Jessica is his daughter Jessica is telling him about all of the horrible yeah, yeah, things yeah. that she does right. and is like bringing yeah. in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, where do I know it from? Yeah. And that's it. And apparently that's a very obscure uh, Bible song or yeah, whatever you want to call it. But uh, for me it's, it's like not. <laughs> because I know my Bible songs from The Simpsons. Oh. Yeah. So anyway. Hmm. I've definitely... I know I know bringing in the sheaves. I know in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, by uh, by High Ron. Ron Butterfly. <laughs> Remember what we used Sounds to like make rock it up to this? and or roll beach ball. One of my favorite openings to The Simpsons of yeah. all time is that episode. Art sells his soul. Yeah, it's so funny, and it doesn't. It's not a tangent. It's very important to the whole episode. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. <laughs> one of my favorite visual gags is during the swearing montage when he has the beehive fall on him. <laughs> it's and nothing that he does. Instant cut to him full of bee stings yeah. putting the money in the jar. That's oh, exactly so, so one of the things that he should have been able to get away with. Yeah, well, yeah. They talk he, didn't, about that. he didn't clear it with Marge. So. That's, they talk, that's true. They should have thought about, about that. that. Too. There's a lot of sexual jokes in this one. Not just because Edna's a spinster and stuff, but yeah. There's <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of innuendo, of yeah. course, in the letters that go yeah. that get written back and forth. Flanders saying, uh, I don't mean to be hard on you, the boners have cocked that right. one. Homer um, asking if he can swear when they snuggle. When they, when they snuggle. Snuggle. Yeah, yeah, which is of course the mm. Simpsons classic euphemism for sex. Mm-hmm. Coitus, yes. Yeah. And Marge thinks about it says, well, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very funny. It just um just goes back to elaborate on that they do in fact have a very healthy sex life. They do. Yeah, Good for, for them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eleven years and still going strong. Still at it. Infinite years. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's at this point. I'm pretty sure it's eleven. Okay. <laughs> lots of uh lots of uh, references sexual references in the, the letters as well. Yes. Apparently I, just, that. I said that. I'm sorry. I s- <laughs> you should be. Okay. Apology accepted. Continue. But yeah, I'll make I'll make a fun But I did want to mention mm. that there's a lot of sexual references in the letters as well. There yeah, but I can I? It. Sorry, can I just say one thing? Uh-huh. There are a lot of sexual references in the letters that get back, right, back right. And forth. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, this is a segment we call ganging up on the guests. <laughs> He's just staring at me with the icy, icy cold stare of a thousand suns. Staring, and it's really making me uncomfortable. Daggers at you. Um, no, he's not staring at you. He's staring through you. Should we? Uh, can I move chairs? Should, should, is is there any? Ife, stop! It's supposed to be. No, don't take your anger out on me. No, Ife, no. Dramatization may not have happened. There you go. <laughs> anyway, get him back with a reference. All right, so. 
Did Edna. You, did you have something to say? Yes. All right. I want to talk. So we, we talked about you the fucking side say plot. It again. I t- okay. <laughs> but can I just say something? Oh, I will walk out right now. <laughs> Please, Sorry. Edna. Let's let's talk about the main plot a bit more. Okay. Because uh, we we talked about the side plot quite a bit. Yeah. And we need you to get to the heart of this. So, first of all, uh, the episode has a lot of yo-yos. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of yo-yos. Yeah. That brought back good memories. Did you ever have a yo-yo? I did. I got bored of it. I think I threw it out a car window I or never something. had a yo-yo. I had, wow. a yo- I had a yo-yo ball. That's a great way to get rid of something. <laughs> I've yo-yo? never done that. <laughs> I just kind of wish I have. <laughs> you guys remember yo-yo balls? Were those like mm-hmm. the more spherical ones? They were. All they were were literally like, uh, instead of a traditional yo-yo where you actually, you have to put some force into it so it's like physics will make it come back up. Mm-hmm. This was just like a pull string. So the idea was you pull it from the string and then it just automatically retracts. So it was yo-yos for stupid people. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. No, yeah, I remember those. They were yo-yos for stupid people. Hey, man, it's a yo-yo ball. That was the the commercial. Um, And, of course, in my kid brain, I was like, yes, I want one. And I got one, and it was awful. It was not fun. Of because course, yo-yo's like, not fun. throw it down, and then it comes right back up, and it's like, oh, there, I, I win yeah. the toy. <laughs> Years later, I got an actual yo-yo, and I was like, oh, there's actually, like, you can actually, like, learn and how to use it and develop, you know, I, I learned to do some tricks and that kind of thing, and it was a lot of fun. Like what? Like what, what tricks did you learn? Uh, there was the Around the World. Sure, that's sure. A fun one, yeah, that's the which one I learned from Team Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Of course. Although he doesn't actually do the trick in that, he just he just whips the yo-yo around and hits the thugs with it. It works though, doesn't it? He does walk the dog in that one. That's yeah, that's really cool. That I could never do. That who one. does that? Uh, that would be uh, Mikey. Mikey. Mikey? Yeah. You know what would have been better if he used his nunchucks and split their skulls open. Uh, well, they were uh, not allowed to no, use I their weapons that. in the second movie. I know that. Did you know that? Yes, I did. And it's... He did use some sausage links. Yep. I know. And his nunchucks were right there. Did you know this? Uh, I think Alan told me this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. Probably. I there's, was... a, there's a how to get this get made on it. Oh, yeah. And it's... It's great. And it's fantastic. Huh. Yeah. Because those are lethal weapons, though. They, yeah, they, they are. are. And they use them in the first movie. They do. And I think that's why you told me. Because I remember us specifically, in this same room, watching the first Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. and they murder someone in front of everyone, and no one says anything. Roll credits. Yep. Casey Go Jones, home. Casey Go Jones home. murders the Murders shredder. someone in front of the police. They don't say anything. Yeah. And his, his uh, response while he does it is, oops. <laughs> Which doesn't hold up in court. No. At all. <laughs> by the way. That was, uh, you clearly... Sorry, buddy. If you observe uh... Exhibit A here, you clearly uh, pulled that lever purposefully with intent to kill. Uh, you're going to prison. <laughs> so, Casey Jones, that's why he's not in the But he didn't movie. kill him. <clears throat> oh, He did not kill him. No, it's, it all turned out fine. Mm-hmm. So, because the Shredder came talk, back. Talk amongst yourselves. The Shredder did come back. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk amongst ourselves. Okay. Because um, uh, Alan has a phone call that apparently he can't just. That's more ignore. important than us. Yeah, it's okay. I've done this before too. Oh, yeah. So okay. I can't really get that bogged down with him. That, that he, bogged. Yeah, he's bogged got down. one. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yes, yo-yos, and that's what's the inciting incident for. Uh, yeah, the the yo-yo craze thing I thought was a really great idea, mm-hmm. uh, just because it, it it emphasizes how fleeting and how. 
completely fads take over schools. Yep. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. What was one of yours when you were uh, in... Pogs. Like, Pogs. They banned them because kids were... Ga- we had a racket. We yep. were gambling. Yep. We were gambling like just teenagers in the 20s on the street corners. Yep. It was crazy. You had to have like... This is when the Toonie came out. Mm-hmm. When I was in fourth grade. Sure. And to play a game of Pogs, you had to put down two bucks. In Toonie form. Really? Kids were losing a King's Ransom and they're just like, we can't have any of it. No Pogs. At all. That's that was, that totally was the end, fair. That was like, the end of Pogs. Because yeah. kids started to gamble. We were yeah. just a bunch of degenerates. We are huffing rags of gin. Well, it's amazing how quickly... It's amazing how quickly kids will... Go there. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's like, well... They will either gamble with money or with the Pogs. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Or with food. Yeah. Right? Um, mine, when I was in school, was Pokemon cards. Okay. And Crazy Bones. Oh, those things you throw. Yeah, the things that you throw. They're essentially pogs, but mm. more expensive. Expensive pogs. Yeah. Crazy bones. Yeah. Crazy bones. Never heard of them. Well, um, um, you know, okay. Like crazy bones and harmony from the 90s. So, so, <laughs> so sorry. So Keep the whole going. idea was like, correct me if I'm wrong here. The whole idea was you would set up your, your, your crazy boners. Of course. And um, <laughs> they would... <laughs> You would. It's kind of like a Red Rover thing, okay? Where you would like flick them across, yeah. like you would have one line and another line. You would flick one across, and it's like if you knock down however many, you would get those on your team. All right. I find it hard to believe that you can judge uh, the sanity of a bone. Oh no, they were like they they came with a little certificate that said insane. Oh really? Yeah, and like a stamp. They all well, all of them on the bottom had mm-hmm. a red stamp that said insane. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Continue. <laughs> no, that's that's the whole <laughs> well, idea. That's the, that's the whole idea of the game. Of course, Pokemon was a lot more complicated, mm-hmm. right? It was essentially rock paper scissors with cards. Yes. So you gotta. I, I I had a lot of magic cards. See, those never got as incredibly out of hand because they weren't as accessible to a wide range of people. My, well, what I'm trying to say is, Pokemon cards were the the hip new thing. They were magic the hip new was thing. the was the older brother. Who magic was like, Magic's been around anymore. for a while, and it's also a lot like a lot more involved. Yeah, right. There's a lot more reading involved just on the cards themselves. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're just it's it's just a better game. <laughs> If we're gonna judge these card-based games, Magic, magic is, is great. Magic is it. better. We're touching on all sorts of stuff now. This is, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, ours, so, ours involves throwing stuff, you know, because there's two types of people in the world: nerds and jocks. As uh-huh. jocks, as we don't do math and I'm have. Def- I was definitely a nerd. Okay. Yeah, as jocks on this side of the mm-hmm. table, obviously uh-huh. I was a jock. Absolutely, you just came from badminton. I did, yeah, and only the jocks played badminton. <laughs> Those big beefy guys, uh, you cap- know. captain of the badminton team, always yeah. getting the you know sick backhand, bro. That's what I <laughs> would, would say as I fist bump my way to victory. Yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> Should we go to the reference test? Let's go to the reference test. There's. There's not a super lot of references in this one. We we mentioned bringing in the sheaves. We <laughs> we mentioned Ernest needs a kidney. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> I love it. Please so badly. Uh, Gomer Pyle, U.S. Marine Corps, yeah. and of course Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe. How could we forget? Hockey Hall of Famer. So yeah. for those who have not seen it, uh, Edna Krabappel she wants her permission slip filled in, so she asks for a. 
Wow. So she asks for a picture of this man. Where this is, is, how does she ask for the picture? She sends him a picture. Oh, yeah, okay. A provocative is, picture. Is something a permission she slip? She wants a permission slip filled in. That's what teachers say. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Wow. Um, Some innuendo? I don't know. That's anymore. Quite, I uh, my permission slip filled was in. Was that written you know in what I mean. letters? I hope not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think you get that best censors. No. But, uh, so, <laughs> so uh, uh, what Bart does is he takes a picture of uh, Hockey Hall of Famer Gordie Howe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody know what a Gordie Howe hat trick is? No. No? Three goals. Wrong. Oh. That's a normal hat trick. <laughs> Three goals in one game is a normal hat trick. A Gordie Howe hat trick is a goal, mm-hmm. an assist, and a fight. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Why? Because that... Because he did it often? Gordie Howe did it all the time. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, Jerome McGinlow. He was a guy who did that a lot. Okay. Mm. He has a lot of Gordie Howe hat tricks. Yeah. Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Iggy was not afraid to fight. Mm. Neither was Iggy Azalea. She still isn't. That's right. She's <clears> doing well. Like a black widow baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Getting ready to, to fight? Do you know that song? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she has a song called Black Widow. Okay. Like the spider. Yeah. And uh, this, the chorus goes, I'm going to love you like a black widow baby. But if you put your brain in the in the mindset of thinking she's saying black little baby yeah. with like a fun voice, like yeah. widow. It's really That's exactly what I thought you said. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's what oh. I said, because it's really funny. <laughs> like a black widow baby. Alright. I don't know why, but I could see Iggy Azalea saying that. <laughs> like, no problem. That's why I thought yeah. it was actually like a thing. Oh, it's just, just yeah, that's fair. baby yeah. talk. Yeah. Um it's super weird. Uh, that's out. all I could come up with for for this one. I really love the fact that they give his stats. Oh at yeah, the end. at the end. Very good. Oh, sorry. And of course, um, Bart's pseudonym is a reference to United States President Woodrow Wilson. Correct. And you may remember him from being the president of the United States during the First World War. Oh, I didn't remember. He him also came that. up with the idea for the League of of Nations and Woodrow Wilson's fifteen points to make sure that nothing like World War One ever happened again. Yeah. Good, Guess good, what? Good job. Woodrow Wilson came up with the idea of the League of Nations, but were the United States ever a part of the League of Nations? Yes. No! Uh, they were not. Thought it was, they it was were either never or not at all. part of the League of Nations, and that's one of the reasons why it failed what so the United completely. Nations? They are one of the main members. Phew. They are one of five members of the Security Council. They can veto Phew. stuff. They have veto power. Shut yes. down. Yeah. Glad. Glad to hear it. Yeah, they like shooting there. Gonna be um, hearing a lot more of that sound. You just got Battlefront. Uh, oh. <laughs> You're dead. Okay. Good so, night. I'm full of pep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Usually not like this. Usually very tired. Bottle of pep. <laughs> so they didn't get a, uh, a guest star to do Widrow. They got Harry Shearer to do him. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which is great. I guess. Because he's very good at it. Yes, he is. Um, doing a Ricardo Montalban Is that what he's doing? Uh, impression? Ricardo oh, Montalban yeah. <laughs> Con. Um, if you will. Uh, and I do just want to read his... So the family, you know, gets together to write a final goodbye um, to Edna. Which, uh, by the way, just a small tangent, is kind of weird. Yep. Because the last she heard from him, he stood her up. Mm-hmm. And so their solution is write a, like, goodbye letter. Like, if I was her in that position, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. You, yeah. can't, you can't do that. You can't stand me up and then be like, oh, I have to leave you now. Like, you already left me. But this is incredibly dated. This is before you could just unmatch somebody. That's true. Just swipe left. Swipe no, left, so. yeah. Um, 
But, so anyway, so the family comes together, and it's actually a great little scene where they try to come up with the right words and that kind of thing. Homer, of course, giving the best suggestions, including, uh, dear baby, population dump, or welcome to Dumpsville, population you, um, or P.S., or three simple words, I am gay. Um... (laughs) Both of which would have worked, by the way. Yes, but absolutely. They were all very sensitive. Um, but the final letter is uh, thus. Dearest Edna, I must leave you. Why, I cannot say. Where, you cannot know. How I will get there, eh, I haven't decided yet. But one thing I can tell you, anytime I hear the wind blow, it will whisper the name Edna. And so, let us part with a love that will echo through the ages. Woodrow. Sounds like someone's trying to do the fadeaway. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. If that was today, yeah, that would be dismissed as bullshit. Yeah, it'd be like, fuck you, just yeah. come out and be a man and say you don't want to date me. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, Woodrow. Yeah. Have like, some decency. Yeah, he's trying to come off as a good guy. Yeah. I don't like it. Fuck. I hate Woodrow. Woodrow's a douche. Let's move on. Homer at the bat? <laughs> what was everyone's favorite part of this first? Favorite joke. That's favorite right. Joke. That's right. The zinc commercial. The zinc commercial. My goodness, of course. The zinc commercial is fantastic. Fiddle dee dee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I need to say. Oh, yeah. And then he kicks the doghouse down with that foot. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that always bothered me. He just stepped on a nail, you guys. That doesn't bother me. All right. I feel like he would do that. No regard for his personal safety. I, I don't think he would. Rage um, overcomes him. I also love the, the small animation touch when he steps on it, like, shaking. And the sound. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, shaking with pain. Oh, it's a beautiful touch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? The, um, the Flanders dinner, dinner table. Yeah. It's probably my favorite. That's really good. Great. Yeah. yeah. You knew I had a temper when you married me? Yeah. Uh, I, the, the whole exchange... I don't want any damn vegetables. Yeah, so funny. So funny. I like how they continue that in later episodes, too. His, like, pseudo-anger and... Yeah. And Landers is a boring, boring old baby. baby. <laughs> man. I was more animal... first man. and last Blackberry Schnapps. I was more animal than man. <laughs> Great episode. Great up. Good up. Hey. Great up. All right. Let's, um... You know what there was in that? What a sexual reference is. This is one right, of my <laughs> this is one of my favorite <laughs> Simpson songs. Oh yeah, me too. Um, it's very, 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 very funny. <laughs> very, very funny. S- super funny. Um, and also, uh, the person who sang this song. Um, can't remember his name, but he, so he, it's a spoof of a song he actually made, right. uh, it's it's called, um, talking, uh, talking baseball. Yeah. Terry Cashman. There it is. Um, he says that he gets requested this song more often than talking baseball. Of course. Because I mean, why wouldn't you? Sorry, dude. Simpsons is more popular than you. Um, Homer at the bat. Homer at the bat. One of the great episodes of not just the simpsons but television mm-hmm. art yeah it is i think without flaw flaw like it Great. I, it doesn't have any flaws for me it is so funny from opening to close 
And it, of course, is written by the legendary John Schwartzwalder. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Johnny in the house. <laughs> Johnny Schwartzy. Yeah. Like the last episode, this has elements in it that I've come to not like in other episodes, but they do such an excellent job of everything, you cannot hate it. Like, you know, as compared to a lot of episodes now, where it's like, we have Lady Gaga and Michelle Obama dancing to Kesha. It's like, just stop throwing celebrities. The way they use them here is expertly done. Yes. Everything about this is great. Yeah. It's the first time they've really had, like, a large ensemble of guest stars. Yes. Um, and it, it, it works so well. I've mentioned this on a previous uh, podcast, uh, but it works so well because none of them are actors. Yep. And for some reason, th- their deliveries of the lines are infinitely funnier because mm-hmm. they don't know how to act. And uh, as we were talking about during watching this episode... There's some that are better than others, of course. I think Daryl Strawberry does a fine job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike Sosha is... Uh, <laughs> he's fine. He's clearly not an actor, but it works for his, his character so well. Yeah. Especially when he's, like, talking <laughs> oh. bri- uh, briefly. Will I be able to play softball <laughs> oh, my, tomorrow? My, no, you won't even be able to breathe on your own. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> Um, and apparently that was very difficult to direct, uh, him how to, uh, speak that way, so, um, which, I mean, makes sense if you're, you know, not an actor. It's like, can you say it, like, very, like, each word separately? I think they actually had to put, like, a period at, e- at each word to make him understand what they meant. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, but this has been, this, this episode was, um, okay, first of all, plot. We know the plot. Homer, uh, the plan has a softball team. Uh, Homer decides to sign up and uh, brings Wonder Bat, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Magic Bat that he And he's uh, going to hit 3,000 home runs. 3,000 home runs. Um, and uh, they start to win because, uh, because of Wonder Bat, mostly. Um, and then the uh, Shelbyville versus Springfield is the final game, and that'll be, that'll be determined who wins. So Mr. Burns has a friendly bet with uh, Aristotle Amadopoulos for a million dollars. And uh, he decides to uh, quote-unquote cheat by bringing in some ringers, some professional baseball players, to play on the softball team. And of course this means all the other plant members are uh, relegated to the sidelines, can't play because the ringers are there, Mm -hmm. uh, including Homer. Um, Unfortunately... They all suffer eight separate misfortunes. Not nine. But eight separate misfortunes, which means eight of them cannot play. Is Daryl it, Strawberry is, it is the only it's one. Seven. It's seven. It's oh, seven yes. because Mattingly gets thrown off the team. The uh, sorry, I put that in the category of a misfortune. Okay. Oh, fair Because enough. he didn't comply he, with the dress yeah, code. Exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but that, Strawberry is the only one who can, who can still play. That might be my joke. My favorite joke. It's very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sideburns joke. That's uh, it! That's you're it! Off the team. You're, you're off the team! You're off the team! good! <laughs> Still like him better than Steinbrenner. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... This episode was... A long time in production. Yeah. It took about six months to get it to happen. Hmm. Because getting all the uh, people they wanted to, uh, you know, record and all that stuff took a long time. Um... N- so, every time I see this episode, now that I know a lot of the behind the scenes, I hate Jose Canseco. 
What? Why? Because you have to tell us why. This I is... will. When they got the so the the I think there was two uh, baseball players they wanted to get that they couldn't get, but the rest of them were all ones they wanted to get. Um, some of them were like instantly like yes, absolutely, I would love to. Um, some of them took some pro- some prodding, some prying. Um, but uh, most interestingly, um, Jose Canseco's storyline was originally going to be waking up in bed next to Edna Krabappel. Speaking of Edna. Mm. And he didn't like it. And apparently it was a nightmare just trying to come up with a, a plotline for his character that he would agree to. So finally, begrudgingly, they made his, his misfortune, quote-unquote, uh, the most heroic they could make him. Basically saving a burning, you know, things from a burning building. Um, and not only that, but uh, after the episode aired, uh, he said that it was like, it was, re- it was really annoying to do, and that like the acting was easy. So not only was he like, you know, shitting on the, you know, production of it, not only was he shitting on the writer's ideas, but he's also like belittling all the voice actors who actually do this for a, like a job. Like saying, oh yeah, the acting was easy. Like you could tell, you just tell the way he says it. It's like, he's, he's saying like all these fucking cartoon voicers. They don't do things like me, like hit a ball in the park. While ingesting steroids. Exactly. <laughs> he, he was, he was up the hearings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sure was. So... Yeah. I, had, I had no idea all that stuff happened. That really does change my opinion. Yeah. So he's kind of an asshole. Um... And uh, when he was asked about the part in 2007, his response was, that was a hundred years ago, and hung up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, no, he's a cool guy now. That's pretty funny. And did not answer any subsequent phone calls for an interview. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Um, Everyone else was was great. Like, uh, uh, I think it was Strawberry said that he wants to come back. Like, he wants to... Or, no, sorry, it was uh, Ozzy, Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith is a super nice guy in real life. He says he wants to come back uh, so he can find out how he got out of the mystery spot. Hmm. Um, and, uh... That's my favorite misfortune. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Huh. That's, yeah, that's gotta be my favorite misfortune, just because of the guy who's outside of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, some some people <laughs> never come back. <laughs> One, please. Yeah, and then... <laughs> 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 that or Lord Palmerston. That's a great one. Oh, yeah. The fact that Barney is arguing about the greatest British Prime Minister <laughs> while wasted off of his ass in, in Moe's, nonetheless, is something's just real funny about Hit that. Hit the elder! <laughs> Lord Palmerston! Oh, beautiful. And he just knocks him out, and Boggs is just on the floor for the entire... for the rest of the episode. Yep. Hogs lay unconscious on the barroom tile. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Ken Griffey Jr. also uh, had some trouble with the line, there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. Apparently he didn't understand what it meant. <laughs> so that was some that was a struggle. Um, I right. guess Mike Reese uh, was trying to direct him and Ken Griffey Sr. was also there trying oh. to help him. <laughs> All right. So Like his real career. Yeah. I my dad there or else I can't do anything. Um, Roger wow. Clemens made his own, made his own clucking noises. Good for him. So that's fun. <laughs> um, and, uh, most interestingly, I think, is Don Mattingly, the, <laughs> the one who's yelled at about his sideburns, 
had an actual haircut controversy uh, late after this episode, where the coaching staff forced him to cut his long hair and was briefly dropped from the team lineup for not doing so. And a lot of people believed it was like a, a joke referencing the Simpsons episode. He was, but it was, it was not. All right. <laughs> Can I say my favorite character in all of this mm. is Mr. Burns? Mm, he does. He's so yeah. fucking funny. Oh, uh, as soon as he finds out that they're one game away from the pennant, I love how just involved he gets mm. because he's nowhere before that. Like the the Springfield uh, nuclear power plant gets there on their own, yeah. based on their own merit, mm-hmm. which is very, very cool. And all of a sudden he's coaching. Yeah, yeah, now he's the manager of this of the baseball team. He even team. makes a little a little chart with all his dream <laughs> baseball players. Oh my god, like, uh, uh, Honus, Honus Wagner <laughs> and Mordecai Three Finger Brown, who is very real, by the way. I believe they're, he lost his hand in a farm accident. Yeah, they're, all, they're all real. They're all real. Um, that's, one of, that's one of the writer's favorite things to do, is find old-timey <laughs> jokes for Mr. Burns. <laughs> And they're so great. Like, Leagues oh, that don't right. exist. Uh, the American League, the National League, the, the Negro, Negro League. League. Oh man, <laughs> his his hilarious. his full lineup. Uh, oh boy, is Shoeless Joe Jackson. Okay, of course, uh, the notorious cheater um, <laughs> from Field of Dreams. From Field of Dreams, yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta, Pie Trainer, Harry Hooper, Honus Wagner, Cap Anson, Naplejoie, <laughs> Gabby Street, Mordecai Three Finger Brown, and Jim Crichton. <laughs> Who had been dead for 130 years at that point. Those are all great names. They right? Are. Like, uh, I I would assume they made them up if they weren't real people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. just, it's great old-timey sounding names. Mm-hmm. Scour the leagues? Scour the leagues. <laughs> you have 24 hours. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. You have 24 hours. And this is what, like, we, we were talking about with some earlier episodes in this season. is just like... And I think it's it's a key thing that marks the beginning of the golden age is when they just have a, a lot of great montage jokes, mm-hmm. um, joke after joke after yeah, joke, where and you it's just, can't even stop laughing. It's just so <laughs> every one is funnier than the next. Like mm-hmm. in this one, we have not only all the misfortunes happening in a montage, but we have them finding the players That's in right. a montage. Yeah. Um, and it's just oh man, it's so funny. Uh, Mike's Mike Sosha, it's just like. Um, Shoots Smithers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were a deer. Fine, happens all the time. And you know, Steve Sachs in the band. Oh man, and I just love like, how would you like to play on a small town softball league? Would I? Spins the bass or bass, whatever. It's an upright bass. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not a music expert. And you sit down to play the cello, and you play with a bow. With a bow, right? yeah. Um, you can play the upright bass with a bow. Oh. Um, but I can't. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, and so, this is not only one of my top ten episodes of all time, but it also is, uh, uh, named by Chris Turner as the be- the definitive beginning of the Golden Age. Now, I've heard that, uh, argued before. Yeah. Because... 
the fact that they were able to get this type of star power and still make it really good, people mm-hmm. said this is like a lot of the same type of beats. You mentioned montages and stuff yeah. like that. This could be the start. It's not where I feel personally, yeah. but it is. Where is your start? That is Cape Fear. I'm going oh, there. that's right. We talked about Cape that. Cape Fear is my start of where everything is so good, it could only get worse. That is season that five? Is season wow. five. That is season five. season five. And like I remember talking to you, you, you have probably the narrowest golden age. Sure. Because um, you, you said it, was, it goes to five to eight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, four. And, and and where I qualify as the end, and this is also in part to you with the Frank Grimes episode, in terms of they've broken the fourth wall, bringing regular people in, mm-hmm. this is kind of the the same thing, but a kind of a bookend. They've brought all these regular celebrities. people. Ce- celebrities. Yeah. who are who are act like regular, who are regular people, essentially. Yeah. They're not actors, like yeah. you said. They're in there, and it's just, they're put in these crazy situations and it just becomes really uh, comedic, just mm. because it's like, oh, can you believe that gigantism? Ah, poor son of a bitch, you know? Same thing as with Fred Grimes. So I can see how it's like, you know, breaking that fourth wall in a way can start yeah. it and end the, what I consider yeah. the golden yeah, age. Yeah, that makes sense. Know? Yeah, because when you think about it, like, they, they do a lo- like terrible things to these real oh, people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Ken Griffin Jr. has gigantism now. Mike Sosha's probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Steve Sachs is Steve facing Sachs. six consecutive oh. life sentences. Even though, with all of that evidence, they would probably put him to death. Mm. And we know that Springfield, um, local, the, the local Springfield jail, does perform executions. From this, from this point, point on, on, no, no talking. talking. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that episode today. <laughs> Birds of murder. What is that? Bart the murderer? No, that's that not Bart the sink. That's not Bart the murderer. That's that's uh, Hans. That's Hans Mole Man. But isn't that the episode? Bart and it's Homer's in, in prison, and he's, he eats Hans. Oh, Mole oh right. Was yeah, I was I was thinking meal. of um, Bart's dream of going to death row. Yeah, um, you're here yeah. to comfort me. And Sideshow Bob's there. there. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's a different. That's a different one. one yeah. <laughs> it's not the Bob's, jail and Sideshow Bob is actually there. Yeah. I can't. I watched it today, and I can't even remember what the episode is. Yeah. Uh, it where sometimes. they where where side where um, Hans Ballman walks the walks death row. Um, that man just ate my last meal. If that's the last, if that's the worst thing that happens to you today, count yourself lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that segment very well, but I can't remember what yeah. the context is to remember the episode. But yeah. oh shit, it's the Springfield connection. Oh yes, oh, that's right. Yeah, of course, yeah. Homer gets arrested because yeah. he steals Marge's hat. That's right. There we go. We found it. So. I really want to talk about the real MVP of this episode. Okay. Because I feel the real MVP is Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> I love He gets him. more laughs. He is so funny in this episode. And I... Oh, man. Like, from the initial interaction with Homer... He's <laughs> animated so well. You're Daryl Strawberry. Yes. yes. You play right field. Yes. I play right field. Okay. So... <laughs> Well, are you better than me? Well, I don't know you, but yes. <laughs> and his big smile. Oh, man. That's and his ri- single tear. That's right, Skip. <laughs> That's right, Skip. No hustle either, Skip. That's right, Taylor. <laughs> I love how much Mr. Burns is on his side. Yep. He oh, Mr. Fall. Burns loves the yeah. suck-up. Yeah. I mean, look at Smithers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, that's actually really a really good point. Um, that's very in character yeah. for Mr. Burns yeah. to be just like, thanks, Strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, not, I am brilliant. Yes. He's not annoyed by it whatsoever. Nope. Not at all. Strawberry, hit a home run. <laughs> okay, you Skip. Skip. <laughs> I told him to do that. 
Uh, <laughs> I do that sometimes if I'm watching sports. Score a goal. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I score a goal. <laughs> no, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, come on, score a goal, and then if they do, I'm like, ah, I told them to do that. <laughs> Oh yeah, people Take credit love for it. watching sports with you. No, I don't. No one watches with me. I do it by myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at here. Um, um, can I say something I really liked about this? Yes. Because you guys were hopping on me about my uh, the emotional thing. The family is so supportive of Homer. Yeah. They mm. just want to be there for him. It's really it's heartwarming. I yeah. really like it. Um, well, and it's also a rare. Even though like the episode quickly turns into the you know celebrity uh, show. Mm-hmm. It starts out as a very, like, a rare time for Homer to gain, get success. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, you know, he's got his Wonder Bat that works. Mm-hmm. He's able to <laughs> play really well with it, which yep. is out of character in a sense for Homer. And he fails at so many things. Even, like, the, you know, the uh, homemade football. Like, the thing, <laughs> the pro- the, literally the thing prior to that was I poo. My it was garbage. It, it honestly, though... It said NFL <laughs> it. <laughs> surprised it was spelled right, but... <laughs> It honestly, though, doesn't surprise me that he would be good at baseball. Why? Because Homer, cause, yeah, softball. Uh, well, for one, Homer is a like the just Homer's how he's drawn. His body type is very similar to a lot of the old timey sure. uh, yeah. greats of of days past, mm-hmm. right? You didn't ha- you don't Homer is actually good at sports when you don't have to be in shape. Okay, right. And there's precedent for this. He is a very good bowler. That's true. Yeah. He is a good baseball player. Yeah. We've seen this in this episode. I'm willing to bet if they did a curling episode, he would be pretty <laughs> damn good at that too. Or horseshoes. Maybe. Yeah. You ever play that? Horseshoes? Yeah. Yeah. I, I played horseshoes and I suck at it. Oh. Yeah. I'm, what about lawn bowling? I, bocce ball. Bocce ball is my <laughs> thing. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What sports are you good at, Ife? What sports am I good at? Yeah. Uh, this oh, that's a little. I don't know. I I I've played a lot of sports in my time. Right. Do you like that, mountain climbing? I don't answer like the question. Climbing. Well, there you go. That's one. That's one that I'm not good at. That's one that you don't like. I don't like that. Well, there you go. I didn't play many in olds. They had plenty of sports like immigrant punching and wow, uh, drinking to excess. That sounds great. Yeah. How were you at that? Not not great. Not great. <laughs> Fair enough. Not good. Great. Not great. Good. Good sport. Not great. <laughs> but good. I was I was always really good at basketball. I don't believe not you. Not anymore. I don't believe you. All right. <laughs> I want to see your stat sheet. This always turns to a fight with you guys. <laughs> it really does. Uh, it's mostly Greg. I'm just trying to share something with you. Don't put it on me. I'm putting it on like, you. Like, I'm the bad guy. When we do our clip show, I'll play back all the times... <laughs> You Oh yeah, did we tell you about harp that? on me. We're gonna we're gonna do a Simpsons clip show when we do a Sim when we have to review a Simpsons clip show. It's, it's gonna be called So It's Come to This, a two bad neighbors clip show. Okay. Yeah. It's just gonna be you guys insulting each other. No, and... it's just gonna be like best of clips of us. That will be super duper fun. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> be really fun. I have to start scouring our previous podcasts to find them. Just, just like do it at random spots. <laughs> Just like, uh, this one, I'm going to take all of the audio from 40 minutes and 53 seconds to 41 minutes and 10 seconds. Uh, cut. Uh, cut. And it's just Laughter, like, cut. Yeah, it's just random shit. Because that's what a Simpsons clip show is. I hate them. Oh. Surprise. 
the opposite of hate, what did you like? What was your favorite joke? Um, in this one, mm. it would... Jesus Christ. Uh, There's a lot, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have to side with you on this one, though. I have to, like, 100% back you on this one i think the the mvp of this episode is mr burns um i think uh daryl strawberry every single scene strawberry is in is hilarious mr burns has the same record but he's in more scenes i think i think mr burns is just the honorary mvp of every episode he's in so i'm almost inclined to say that you know what i mean like so that's (laughs) so by the real mvp i don't mean like mr burns isn't i just mean i want to talk about something else because (laughs) no i guess there's only so many times i can be like mr burns is the greatest character because he is yeah i I get it but as far so as far as the (laughs) as far as the baseball team goes yeah i think it like uh strawberry i think is the best and then for me is dogmatically in the sideburns I think that's my favorite joke is the because just how much Mr. Burns loses it the third time around <laughs> and it, it builds up you can just yeah. see it I, I loved, told you I loved playing time, that you, clip you heard me hippie you heard yeah. me hippie I, I love playing that clip because it shows how how incredibly The Simpsons adheres to comedic rules mm-hmm. like the rule, rule of three. three or the sideshow Bob getting hit in the face by Rake's rules mm-hmm. right um <laughs> They do it so well, sometimes you don't even realize it, and they space out this joke over the course of the entire episode, but they do it. They get three in there. Mm-hmm. And the third one is so funny. He's just, like, he's just screaming he's at just, him. Just so hot under You're the You're off collar. the team! For good! <laughs> <laughs> and the visual gag of him with, like, literally shaving everything in that plane of a sideburn. Yeah. What did he think the yeah. sideburn was Look, his mustache? I always thought that actually when I was a kid. I was like, I was like, I think he thinks your side, like your mustache is your sideburns. <laughs> I don't. I think they just. Don, it could have been anything. They could have had no, him completely I think, hairless, and I think it would have been the same thing. I, th- yeah. I think the the joke is that there there is no answer, yes. right? Yeah. But as a kid, that's what I that's what I was th- always thinking. Mm-hmm. It was like it must be it must be in his mustache. It's amazing how much as kids we look for logic. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was like, what is it? Yeah. Because like, how could he think? that he's do- he still has sideburns unless it's his mustache because yeah. he hasn't touched that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not just because Mr. Burns is a crazy old man. Right? <laughs> but that's the actual reason. <laughs> oh, man. This episode makes me just so happy. It's just every everyone does so well. Yeah. Everyone just does so well at it. If the sign is a fake, I'll, br- I'll tip my hat. But I can wave that's that so off cr- by brushing my shoulder thusly. <laughs> if I, touch- I want you to bunt, I'll touch my belt buckle not once, not, not twice, twice, but thrice. <laughs> Oh, oh, I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> right from the get-go, this episode is great. I just have to say. Like, even him choking. <laughs> and they're just like, just yeah. scare him. Yeah, I'm choking again. That's hiccups. That's hiccups. That's hiccups. And then he just coughs up yeah. this bollus. <laughs> and he's just like, sup, boy? No, doesn't take a breath. He's fine. He just signs up. Yep. It's, it's so good. Next to the poster of the Heimlich Maneuver. Which, uh, apparently... Uh, is there a big backstory about that? Well, just Does apparently a lot of people uh, have their lives have been saved because of it. Mm. Because of what the Heimlich, Heimlich maneuver? maneuver? Because seeing it in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So, like, a lot of people hear about the or at the time heard about the Heimlich maneuver for the first time by viewing this episode. Okay. Wow. That's 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 new. That's I'm just saying, Simpsons saves lives, people. That, that it. That's, I think we can all agree on that. I think we can agree yes. on that, yes. Despite our differences, hmm. we can all agree. Hmm. Nerds can agree with jocks. Nerds can break bread <laughs> with jocks. All right. 
Barbara the Simpsons saving lives. <laughs> nerd! Hey, you get a load of the nerd? Pardon, Pardon me. me. <laughs> that is one of my favorite jokes in the whole series. It's so bizarre, but just so... I don't know why. Like, I, I still don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you why I find it so funny. But it's just, the, just the part of me is just, like, so sincere and just, like, I don't understand you, sir. He, like, squeals and it just cuts away. Blood. Oh, man. Um, Pardon boy. me. It's like the, um, it's, it's like the don't touch me. Oh. The job like, yeah, while you wait. Lube while don't you touch wait. Me. Don't touch me. Um, shall we go to the reference desk? Yes, please. There's plenty of references here. There sure here. is. First Plenty of, all, of them. Uh, Homer at the Bat is a reference to Casey at the Bat. That old poem. Did you read that poem? No. Oh. Casey the Bat is a pretty famous, uh, or I thought it was pretty famous, I guess. Maybe it's less famous than I think, but a uh, poem about a um, uh, town, I think it's called Mudsville, and they're, you know, they're, they're at the final softball game or whatever, and uh, Casey is this, like, Adonis who's always the win- the one who, like, hits the home run and wins the game, and he's last to bat, and, you know, it's like uh, they get two outs, and then so he's up, to bat, bases are loaded, loaded, and he uh, purposefully misses or strikes on the first two pitches as like a a way to like you know fuck like yeah build like some I, tension yeah exactly yeah and then uh, swings with all his might for the third one and misses so he loses the game and it's kind of a hubris a, a, a thing about hubris yeah hubris um, I know it mostly because Disney actually did an animated version of the of the poem. Um, and so I watched it as a kid quite a bit, hmm. um, and, uh, I just rewatched it recently, actually, and it's, it's weird how things like that can drudge up so much weird nostalgia feelings, you know? Okay. But anyway, young Casey has struck out. Um, the episode itself makes a whole bunch of, uh, references to The Natural. Yeah, Wonder Bat. Including Wonder Bat. The, uh, Robert Redford film, directed by Barry Levinson, The Natural. I'm, I'm aware of it. Made in 1984. Oh, runtime 137 minutes. <laughs> Is that the IMDb DB page of it open? No, I just know that. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> it's just one of the things that I know. Uh, of course, we talked about talking softball. Yep. We were talking about talking softball. Yeah. Um, there's also the uh, the kind of montage of the pennants as they go to the different places in in Springfield. Um, Is a reference to Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. 1942 film. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Carl batting with a piano leg is a reference to Norm Cash of the Detroit Tigers, who once tried to bat with a table leg in a game where (laughs) Nolan Ryan was extremely overpowering and threw a no-hitter. Isn't baseball stupid? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) I never realized how boring this game was. Fourth inning is the beer inning. And there's a beach ball on the field, and now the (laughs) umpires are discussing which one of them is gonna go get it. Yeah. Stuff. I also like how they featured Wiggum in this. Wiggum was irresponsible, nice and fun. Yeah. Hey, we don't have a place. Yeah. Turn that radio off. Armored car has been uh, <laughs> being robbed. So, uh, in the guest house today, mm-hmm. it's a little overpacked. It's a huge uh, roster of guests. Yeah. Of course, Roger Clemens, Wade Boggs, mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr., Steve Sachs, Ozzy Smith. Jose Canseco, Don Mattingly, Daryl Strawberry, Mike Sosha, and Terry Cashman. 
Terry. You, can, you you, can you name six of the teams that those gentlemen are on? You know? No. All right. Oh, I thought you were going to challenge me and be like, of course I can. Yeah. Why, why would you think that I know anything about baseball? All right. Well, He's a nerd. Yeah. You've said this so many times. Yeah, that's well. You're that's your, rubbing, in, rubbing it in now. That's They're, that's they all played the on the Zephyrs. This, ah. Nailed it. And he wraps it all up <laughs> in a nice little package. <laughs> but he said six teams. Huh? Didn't you say six teams? No, I said with six of them are on. Some, uh, a lot of them are on the same loophole, team. Loophole. A lot of them are on the same Yankees. team. Yankees. Oh, you're just naming stuff now. Orioles. Well, didn't no, didn't no, King no. Griffey Jr. play for the Yankees? No, he played for the Mariners. Oh. Many of them did play for the Yankees, though. The it's Toronto the Blue Jays. Uh, Clemens did, but not, a, but not at that time. Um, the Ch- Chiefs. No one. The Chiefs? What are you Chiefs. talking about? The there, Montreal Expos! The, 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 isn't the, isn't the, there a racist team on baseball as well? The, the, the Cleveland Indians. That's the one. <laughs> Qu- Quebec Nordique, which you're just naming stuff that you, you think no, you know. I, I was pretty sure there was a racist the Vancouver uh, team, Grizzlies. and I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Raptors. <laughs> Uh, well, you knew what sport I was talking Orlando about. Orlando Magic. Hmm. Featuring Magic Johnson, right? He played for the Magic? Uh, no. That'd be weird if he did, though, right? That would be crazy. They just name it right after him? <laughs> just the, immediately. Yeah. The Orlando Magic Johnsons. The New York Mattingly's. Because <laughs> he's there, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he's a good player. Uh, so we should, uh, we should probably be wrapping this whole thing up yeah. about now. Thanks, guys. This is, this is tremendous. It's so much fun. Thanks so much for being on the show again. Yeah. Any anytime. Uh, we time. will uh, hopefully have you on. Uh, what what do you say? You come on next season. Sure. Yeah. After Christmas break. I like it. We hope to be done uh, season three real quick. Well, if we keep on schedule, we'll be done right before Christmas. You guys have a, quite a following though, and uh, people are catching on to this. Yeah, lots of people. I know you gave a shout out to Dave and Alana last time. I they did. It. I did. People in Chicago who listen to you guys. I listen every time. I'm gonna listen to this one out of principle because <laughs> yeah. I'm on it. So, yeah, well done. He's, I honestly don't. You said that, yeah. and I laughed so hard. Like, no, it's not, I'm not into that. Yeah, I listen to all of them. Uh, like, I should. I really should, just to know what we've, yes, what we've talked should. about yes. and stuff like that. But I don't. Okay. Straight up. I just, I don't. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to, though. I like, I honestly just haven't had the time. We, they're like an hour and a half episodes. Yeah. I don't drive anymore. Like I don't, I don't go far. My work is super close to me now. Oh. Yeah. See, I commute every day, so I. Have that's perfect. Time to listen. Yeah, to that's me. perfect. Like every time I'm on the train, mm-hmm. this is a great thing to listen to. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. podcasts in general. There you go. They're the best. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to a podcast on my way home tonight. Great. Which one? It might be this one. Good. Not this one. <laughs> Even though I could, because it's recording it's directly to my phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also true. Last week, listen to last week's. Uh yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't listened to that one yet. Uh, I think I haven't listened to Ryan to now. Okay, so <laughs> got some catching up to do. What did he do to you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, okay, I just haven't had a chance. I'm trying to bring up some drama here. Um, so yeah, thanks again for being on the show. Uh, any last pieces of information that we well, need I see to... you both at Simpsons Trivia. Oh, you will definitely see me at Tri- Simpsons Trivia this weekend. Ooh, we should actually plug it because this is going to go up on Friday. Yes. Perfect. Anyone we will listening be... who's in YYC, uh, if you want to come to Simpsons Trivia at Dickens Pub, uh, we'll be there and it'll be starting uh, Doors at 4, starts around 5, watching three episodes, um, one of which is You Only Move Twice, so... I hope oh, they sh- that's great. I really hope they probably won't, but I really hope they show that last 
I think I think it's either second or third. Okay. If it's early. if it's second, I might be able to make it because I work until six again. Right. So well, I'm leaving early because I'm going to my staff Christmas party, right. so I might miss it. In that right. Case, but right. Well, but I gonna... own it, so I can watch it whenever I want. Um, it's just great watching. Like if you no, it is. It's great watching it in that environment. Yeah, it's like watching it in a giant movie theater where people just yell at the screen. And yeah, it's... like the fifth reel uh, screenings. Have you gone to any of those yet? No, I haven't. You should. Yeah, Clerks is our next one. I don't know how you feel about that movie, but ah, it's good. It's, yeah, it's good. Enough. I don't think it's a great one for that environment for me because I don't care. But uh, what was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I saw. Oh, that would have been and good. that was amazing. That um, would have been a great uh, little. That would have been fun. I wanted to go to Princess Bride, but that was. Uh, I was in Edmonton. Princess Bride. You've seen that movie, right? Of course. That movie's one of my favorite movies. It's a good movie. It's good so good. <laughs> Has one of the best sword fights of yeah. all time. And ego. So great. Uh, yeah, okay. So if you have any corrections or omissions, please send them in to the hammock district on third at gmail.com, numerical three, or tweet at us at bad neighbors pod, or leave us a Facebook comment. Or an iTunes subscription or a review or whatever you want to do. Like, rate, subscribe. We're all over the place on the social medias. Like most things. Except for Instagram. Oh, well. We're not going to be on that. No. No. There's, it's a podcast. It's a Don't purely auditory medium. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. And see you at the bat. Terrible. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!